0: Welcome to session 11. We are global recruitment experts, entrepreneurs, and founders of 1111 Group of Companies. We are Tess and Alicia, and we deliver insider information and actionable practices to guide you through the ins and outs of your career journey. We are joined by thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they share exclusive tips to inspire personal growth and career development, bringing you one step closer to your purpose. Into this. It's like we were made for this.
1: Just hear those sleigh bells mingle and ring, dingle, dingle, dingle. It's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Right
0: it's too natural at oh, this. Oh, this is
1: so good. That was so i feel feeling
0: festive. Thank you, Brayden. The Thank pod you. Father the
1: podfather strikes again. Nails it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be one of those things that when we see the video, we're going to want to die like this. It's
1: like <laughs> super cringe.
0: Yes. In our sparkly tops, know right Christmas are.
1: festive matching outfits. Tis the season. It is the season, my love.
0: We just had our Christmas party.
1: We had our staff Christmas party. Yes, we didn't lose any employees. <laughs> <laughs> Not so far. <laughs> Knock on wood. We had an amazing,
0: hilarious time. Amazing, hilarious. Time. Time. We got a little
1: bit out of hand, which is common for our which is par parties. Which for the course. Yeah. Par for the course.
0: Recruiters need to let loose. That's like well known in the industry. It is, but they tend to do it all year round. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is also well known. So we bottle it up and then we
1: get insane. Yeah. We go for one big night. Yes. Yes.
0: Is there anything else you want to add? Like, what was your highlight? What was your highlight that you can share? (laughs) I feel like it's not appropriate to share on this podcast. Okay. I'm going to tell you my highlight. Okay. (laughs) My highlight. I know exactly what you're going to say. You stormed out of the dinner (laughs) you got up left the table yelled I'm never coming back and stormed out of the restaurant and I I kept thinking she's gonna come back like this was just a joke she didn't folks she went to (laughs) bed I, just, like, I
1: found her sleeping peacefully in our hotel room. We started drinking at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I just had enough. I was just over it. And I just kept looking around the table. And Alicia knew exactly what I was thinking. And I kind of got this idea in my head. It'd be fun to just like leave this dinner and just go to bed. And she kept, Alicia kept looking at me and going, don't even think about it. Don't <laughs> even think about it. And I just sat there just watching, waiting for my moment. And then I found an opening. I just got out of there. I was a like, literal opening. Five. like I
0: had Becca, our design manager, move her chair to block you in.
1: I just sometimes get in my head in the middle of like, if we're out, sometimes I get in my head, I want to go to bed. And then nothing can stop that from happening. I got to go. I got to go. You were like a toddler, like you were acting on impulses, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. people dream of doing
0: that, but they don't
1: do it. It really kind of lit me up as well. I kept thinking to myself, would be fun to just get up and leave and just not look back? just go to bed. You know, we're all friends here. It's all good. Someone's going to do something ridiculous. So it was me this time. So was that your highlight? No, I think my highlight was, I mean, it was just so fun to all be in person together. You know, our team is all remote and virtual. So every time somebody came in, we were so excited and we obviously peaked too early. Yes. Um, But that's also, par for the course with yes, us. Yes, yes. I think it was just getting able to like hug Crystal in person, oh, hug Becca. So nice. And we just laughed all night. It was just such a great, great we time. You did. Yes. we really did. Until I stormed out. <laughs> Until I stormed out. In dramatic fashion. Okay, I have another bone to pick
0: with you. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> it's also holiday-related. <laughs> okay. Yesterday, we're out at a client lunch. Yes. You're like, I've got a little tickle in my throat. Like, I'm still just... <laughs> coming down from this cold, I need a hot toddy. And I'm thinking, that sounds lovely. I would love a hot toddy. Right. The waitress comes, you say a hot toddy. I said, make it two. And then I, I think you started talking about honey. You're like, I need honey. And I'm thinking, why are we putting honey? Like this is a sweet drink. Right. Because I guess I didn't know what a hot toddy was. You did not. A hot toddy to me is like any hot beverage that you put alcohol in.
1: Like a Irish no, coffee yeah. or Jamison. No, no, no. That's not it. It's okay, a whiskey. Okay. It's a whiskey with hot water, dash a lemon, to clear up your sinuses. That's insane. I've never in my life had
0: that drink. I've never heard that recipe. It's absolutely horrifically disgusting. It wasn't Like as all. if whiskey isn't bad enough, you're going to drag it out by increasing the volume
1: with warm water. It kind of dilutes it and makes it drinkable. No way. And then it clears up your sinuses. And you feel like oh, brand new. It's really quite lovely. That is not the drink of the season. Just <laughs> anybody out there. You know, I Mom, think we, Dad, should, don't drink we hot should put Chinese. this out to our friends listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, just where you leave a review instead of saying if this was good or terrible, just say hot toddy or not or no hot toddy. Yeah, I would you know? be
0: interested. We need to do some kind yeah. of
1: poll also. Let's do a poll. Yeah. If you could let us know, that would be super helpful.
0: Brayden, right the pod father, what's your take? Thumbs up or thumbs down on a toddy? Thank really? You. Thumbs Thank up. You. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like a uh, Bailey's
1: is nice too, right? Yeah, it is. But this is, has a specific purpose and it's from the old world. Like, it's not backed in science. It's backed in, like, you know, what great great grandfather said you just have a hot toddy and get on with the job. That's the vibe I was in, you know? Like, <laughs> we still had a bunch of client lunches to do and, our um, client also joined in, by the way, which was of course, really special. An absolute champion. Yes. So, yeah. That's who we like to work with. Yes. Okay, what are we talking about today, my darling? <gasps> we're wrapping up 2022. Mm-hmm. We're going to share our biggest learnings in business for 2022 and what we're doing about it. So what we learned, what we're <laughs> doing about point. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the action it's we're taking. It's not just like, oh, this was a big whoopsies. Yeah, because when we say learning, yeah. that's code for here's the areas where we fucked up this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and here's what we're doing about it, okay? Here's number one, taxes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my worst fucking nightmare. Like actually, I kind of, I mean, we've talked about this a lot. I've really got to change the tune. I seem to be doing a lot of reverse manifesting. You are doing a lot of reverse manifesting. These days and I don't know how to stop it. Like I kept saying to you, my biggest yeah. nightmare is receiving a big tax bill and not being able to pay it. Right. Or it just well, that being, didn't happen. That didn't happen. Yeah. But receiving a big tax bill, That's bigger than we had anticipated. Yes. Right. So we, in my perspective, had been really diligent yes. about putting money away for taxes. Yes. We have a specific tax accountant, shout out to Dan, who <laughs> Love has you, been Dan. supporting us. <laughs> and I mean, at the end of the day, it's because we had a really great year. Right. Yes. Which I kept reminding yeah. myself. Actually, you kept reminding myself yes. when I was spiraling
1: and lying on the office floor. <laughs> yes, you really did that a few times. So it's a very powerful uh, statement to make. Just lying completely down on the office floor. Yes. Giving up.
0: <laughs> it was such a like <laughs> core response. Like I don't know how to describe it. It was just like it was the only thing I could think to do. I just like it's like getting into the fetal position or something. Yeah. Like I just literally <laughs> had to lie down on the floor, not on a bed. So, you know, we definitely took a moment, had to digest.
1: To your point, we were able to pay the tax bill. It was just more than we anticipated. It was a bigger bigger hit than we had thought. And we had set ourselves up so we had always anticipated the exact number. So that's why it kind of took us by surprise there. Took you out completely. (laughs) (laughs) And so what are we doing about it? Yeah, good question. So after... I got off the
0: floor like a week later. (laughs) Obviously, I was thinking this can't happen again. So what we have done is we have structured quarterly tax meetings with our tax accountant Mm -hmm. so that we're reviewing all of our books and ensuring, you know, what we're kind of plugging in is accurate. We're staying up to date with quarterly payments in Canada to the CRA. So we're kind of a spreading it throughout the year. We're having these check-ins with Dan and also kind of recalibrating, like, is there anything we should be doing that would help us or improve it or reduce our taxes? So we did have check-ins with Dan prior to this, but it wasn't as consistent tied to our quarters. It wasn't in our calendars. I wasn't sending him like quarterly reports for him to pour over. He did that more at the end of the year, which now we're discovering doesn't work for us in our business, specifically for my mental wellness.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. So true. Learning one. Learning one. Okay. Learning number two is around revenue projections. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to back up a little bit and give context. So I read a book earlier this year called The Psychology of Money, and it was such a great book. I highly recommend it. I'll add it to the show notes. And one concept that it talks about in the book is this idea of what is enough. And It really got me thinking about what is enough in all areas of my life. So last year in 2021, we came off a monster year of six times growth in revenue. This year, we're finishing a year of two times growth in revenue. So you could look at that two ways and be Mm -hmm. like, oh, we are way below last year and we didn't meet our projections. Or it could be like, we're in an economic downturn. Everybody's recession proofing their businesses. So many people got laid off and we're finishing two times profitable, so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. It is enough. We can support ourselves. We can support our employees, 10 recruiters, two full-time employees. We can support our families. We have enough. We have more than enough. And there's so much to be grateful for. So this concept of what is enough and this book I brought to our team, everybody Mm -hmm. read the book, we really started talking about this concept in different areas of the business, of our personal lives, but really trying this on of sometimes we're just chasing arbitrary numbers Mm -hmm. and we're not really thinking about, you know, what does this mean? What is the meaning behind this? What is enough? Like, where is the line? And if you ask that question to yourself right now, in any area you're struggling with, you'll probably most likely find that you have enough right now.
0: I'm just remembering I didn't send that photo you wanted of the book i was referencing that tony robbins book right. that makes you break down i think i got some illness yes. but i will do that and actually we should include it in the show notes as well because right. there was a tony robbins book i read called the power of money or something around financial stability and planning and he actually has an exercise in the book which makes you like he he says you know if you ask somebody how much money do you need to live the life of your dreams people say i need 50 million dollars. I need a billion dollar like wild wild numbers. Yes. And then he says like what what does success mean to you? Yeah. What are those things that you want to do in your life? Do you want to have your mortgage covered? Do you want to travel three times a year? Do you want your kids to go to private school? Like Actually, what are the tangible things that you are spending these millions of so-called dollars you need? And so when you map it out, it is absolutely shocking what he breaks down. Like, what is financial freedom? What is financial excellence? Like, these different levels that you can achieve. And when you start to see the numbers, it actually feels really achievable. And to your point, stops you from kind of chasing... The constant right exceptional growth because it's like what mm-hmm. what do you actually need
1: that for yeah to so check in right and I think we thought that year where we had six times growth that was a new baseline for our yes. business we'd do that every year but that's actually that was a total outlier of a year yes. right yes and so we really can't be comparing to that and that's the that's where you get into like a really. Stagnant place in business, yep. or you're constantly disappointed where I don't want us to live like no. that. like we've got so much to be grateful for. Yes. And so I think that is one of our big learnings, just asking the question, "What is enough?" when it pertains to our revenue, which mm-hmm. is very opposite of what we're taught to think in business. Yes. but it's kind of freeing, and I think when we free ourselves, it allows us to actually grow. Yes. right? Yes. But I'm also asking this question in other areas of my life, too.: I love that. It really made us reflect and pause on
0: what success means to us. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay, great. All right. So, our third learning this year was that smaller, more effective teams work better for us. And that (laughs) is such an interesting learning. I mean, I really think this kind of dovetails off of what we were just talking about this exceptional growth, this anticipation and expectation that. That's what we need to continue doing, building these monster teams. And for us, how we like to do business, how we like to interact every day, who we want to do yes. that with, it makes so much more sense when we have a lean team. We right. were in a better flow state with this size of team. Now that is for us. That might not be everybody, but it's a it's really our nice sweet spot. It's our sweet spot, and it's just a nice reflection. Point if you are in the position where you're thinking ahead to your org or your team if you're leading people around, you know, just checking in what what do you actually need? What do you want? How do you envision your team? Not
1: I should have. I think we were caught up in I should. Yes. And it looks good if we grow the team yes. significantly. But yes. I think we just honestly thought that's what we were meant to do. Yes. And we just didn't check in and be like, what do we want? Yes. We love working with a small team, yes, right? Where we can get really deep, really connect, play to everybody's strengths. And I think we've just let go of that idea now of like building out this monster company. (laughs) Totally, yeah, Yeah. love that. Okay, so the next one, this is number four, is having hard conversations. I think this comes up every single year because every year we have new learning around this Mm -hmm. or we get to a new level in it, right? Yeah. And so when I say hard conversations, I mean with our employees, with our clients, Turning down clients that mm. we can actually sense are not going to be a right the right values alignment for us, the right fit for us. And really making a, you know, priority to have the direct conversation and to just say what needs to be said. I think so much of leadership, so much of running a business is having hard conversations, right? It's almost a hundred percent. But I even notice this now in my own. Personal life. Now I'm more comfortable just having a really direct conversation Mm -hmm. and a tougher conversation. But then it just leads to such opening Mm -hmm. and such deeper connection and such growth. So there's such a payoff to it. A hundred
0: percent. Yes, I totally agree. And not to constantly bring it back to our meditation and our mindfulness practices, but I think that's played a huge part, at least for me, Mm -hmm. in having those conversations taking myself out of the emotion
1: mm-hmm. of them.
0: And like you said, even in in your personal life, yes. being able to come, you always say I needed to get to a neutral place right. before I had this conversation. And I think we both have been able to really step into that this year.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even just some of the language I'm using now, like having conversations that say like, hey, that's actually a boundary for me and I'm not willing to ha- to do that or or what you did really crossed a boundary. Like yes. I've never talked like that before. Yes. Right? Yes. But now being able to just say like, oh, this actually made me feel this way. And I think that's a boundary I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm not willing to have somebody cross that. Yes. And then it's so almost terrifying to have that conversation. But when you do, the other person's like usually so receptive. And they're like, oh my God, totally. thank you for letting me know. Yes. Because I don't want to shop that way for you. Yes. I don't want to make you feel unsafe in any way or mm-hmm. hurt you in any way yes. but I think that a lot of the times we don't say it because we don't want to make things uncomfortable or yes you know but finding our voice in those little moments and just being able to say things in a neutral way where we're not yes. like super reactive or super emotional leads to really incredible results let me tell
0: you being an entrepreneur forces you into (laughs) self-development
1: yeah it really does (gasps) you know yeah hey you take the last one okay so our health and wellness Mm -hmm. so a learning around our health and wellness so really making it a priority where we always think we do until we're burnt out and then we go Mm -hmm. oh yeah we weren't really prioritizing that and you know showing up for ourselves in the best way we know how and in the best way we can for our business you know and like one thing that I shared with you that I've been doing this year or the back half of this year. It's just like pre-booking an RMT and pre-booking seeing Mm -hmm. my acupuncturist and we recently got benefits for our company. So I'm going crazy. Love but it. But not doing it in a reactive way, but just like putting it on my calendar yes. once a month or whatever it is so that it's just there and I don't yeah. look over it. And that's a way that I look after my mental health. Mm-hmm. And and being being organized about it, right? Like we prioritize yes, going so for that lunch. Very and inspiring. <laughs> yes. So what is your
0: learning around that? Yeah. I mean, I think exactly what you're saying, making it almost, well, it is an appointment in your calendar, pre-booking it. Like you and I started doing Pilates together, which is fun and it's Feels indulgent sometimes. And it's really just enjoyable for us to go to each week, but it actually brings so much more for us on a deeper level around even us just spending time together. You know, the particular Pilates that we go to, there's certainly an element of mental health and spirituality that we bring into our practice. So great. So it just works for us. And I think sometimes it feels like, okay, it's, you know, a workday morning and I'm, Leaving my office to go to a class downtown, you know, should I be booking a meeting or should I be, I don't know, whatever, doing something for my kids. But this is how we fill our tank. This is, and it's on the calendar. It's non-negotiable. We've made it a priority over doing other things in our business, right? And that's really looking
1: after us at our core. Mm -hmm. It's a big one and it always needs to be top of mind, I think.
0: Yes. Love that learning. Love that for <laughs> us. Okay, Alicia, recap. Yes. Us. Okay. So key takeaways here are our two cents on our biggest learning slash mistakes in business <laughs> for 2023. Taxes: stay on top of it and have quarterly meetings with a tax accountant. If you don't have one, get one. Revenue projections: give yourself permission to stay status quo. You don't always have to drive yeah. for more.
1: Thank you for saying that. You summed like, that up beautifully. Like that is totally. Yes. Beautiful. To do the same as last year. You know? Yes. I
0: love the idea of giving yourself permission. It's so freeing.
1: Yeah. You know? And
0: and it's enough. Yes. Yeah. Evaluate your team size and think about what works for you, not what you see others doing or how you think you should be growing. So there's that word again, what you should be doing. Have the hard conversations. This is where growth stems from. And prioritize health and wellness. It can be simple and easy to fit into your life.
1: So great. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. 2022 is a wrap. Somehow we made it through. I know. It's been another wild year. It it has to just keep coming. They really do. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to put a sparkly shirt on and get out there. Do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. Thank you for being with us on our journey. Thank you for listening in. We hope that you got some value out of today. And that is a wrap. Toodles. Toodles. Thank you for tuning in to Session 11. You can find us on social media at 1111talent or at chapter 2 Meditation. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Our intention is to provide you with value. So if you've got that today, please leave us a review and a rating. It really helps other people discover our potty.
0: Okay. Sorry about that. She's Australian. She means podcast.